So we talked about that that uh, Apple card, the Apple credit card, you know. And I, people get mad at me, man. They, uh, Lou, why always coming after Apple? You know, you heard this before. Yeah. I mean, it's not even like that. It's not even like that. That's only people that they're looking for a problem. That's people, they're already pent up as those people. Because mm. I'm just out. I'm having fun, you know what I mean? I'm just talking. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's tech. It's gadgets. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just another day. That's just what, what I do. So I see funny things. I see things uh, develop, and, and I chat about them. And really, I don't actually care that much. I, uh, I, don't, have, uh, I don't have investments, Will. I don't have... Uh, I'm not in the stock market. No. You know? Apple's not paying you. No, no, but no. So I look at something like this, and it's just too hard not to talk about it because, of course, we covered this prestigious card. We did an in-depth analysis on a recent episode of Lou Later, this show that we're on right now. We talk about sort of the thought process, like uh, how it's a hard product to interpret because it's coming from this tech giant Apple. But it's so weird. It's in the financial sector. It's in partnership with Goldman Sachs. I mean, that's just not a name people get excited about here in the tech space. Well, the story just gets even more funny. And first of all, it's only Apple that could have a headline like this. The, this, this, this. First of all, it's only Apple that could generate hype around a credit card. And that's credit to Apple. That's not me. That's not, I'm not taking shots. That's credit to Apple. They could create hype around anything. Well, did you know that? Mm-hmm. Not I mean, everyone can do it. No, no one can do it. A credit card? Who else could have done the credit card with the hype? Mm-hmm. No one. No one. So... They're, they're the, they, they are the hype machine. Remember the website, Hype Machine? Hype Machine. Wasn't that a website? It was music or music blog? Uh. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, so credit to them for that. But the card comes out, and then somebody over here, I believe uh, somebody from Mac Rumors, uncovers the support webpage for the card. You see, the hype, it always has to be met. With the proper, see, it's what people need to understand, all right? When I come out and I have some fun with Apple and I come out and I say, this thing is overpriced or Apple's not doing well in India or whatever it is that you perceive as me Apple hating, what you have to realize is the reason that it works is because Apple is so successful. It wouldn't make any sense if they weren't. So you can't, it's not like I can say five words and the company all of a sudden closes their doors. It doesn't work like that. Like they're doing fine. Uh, And what they really need, what any company that's this successful needs out there in the world is the critique. They need the kind of ongoing conversation, potential for improvement. Nothing is perfect. People need to realize anything can improve. Mm -hmm. So you need voices out there in the universe that aren't afraid to imagine those improvements. Mm -hmm. Voices like yours, Willie. Yeah, call them out. Whistleblowers. There it is. Anyway, so... Or this guy from Mac Rumors, which is an Apple-specific website. He goes deep on a support webpage and finds a segment in there where where Apple advises against keeping your Apple card in a leather wallet or in contact with denim and because that will cause permanent discoloration that will not wash off. (laughs) What? Leather wallets? Can we get a... I mean, what percentage of wallets do you think are leather, Will? Come on! I would say a good ninety-five. It's a lot. It's a lot. Mail wallet. Now you got now you got people angry because they're like, they're because because you know what they're saying to you? Uh. They're saying you're a cruel person for all these leather wallets out there. Uh, yeah. yeah, you didn't think about that, Will. Anyway, 
You can't put it in a leather wallet. You can't put it in your jean pocket or you're dead, obviously. Uh, Apple claims this credit card, one of the heaviest cards on the market. This is coming via The Verge, this particular report. Laser etched, Apple logo, bright white finish achieved through a multi-layer coating process that's added to the titanium base material. Sound like more, more than a credit card right now. Uh, how, as for how to safely store the card, Apple is advising customers store it in a container made of soft material. Hmm. My Apple card soft material pouch, which I carry with me everywhere. And it's got a, it's like a, it's got sewn into it, in, in, embroidery. I have the Apple logo embroidered on my soft material as well. Your Apple so, pouch. Yeah, so I know what's inside of the Apple pouch. I know the card is in the pouch, and if anyone happens to see the pouch, then they know exactly what's up. Well, no discoloration over here, not for me. Mm. I got approved for the Apple card, sir. It's meant to be bright white mixed with titanium. Mm. We've got time for these denim stains. Here, this is the funniest part to me, though. The company also advises cleaning the card with only a slightly damp microfiber cloth dipped in water or isopropyl alcohol. Do not use window or household cleaners, compressed air, aerosol sprays, solvents, ammonia, or abrasives to clean your titanium. Apple card. You picture, you picture a guy like me, Will? The same Saturday afternoon. Hey? Oh, I'm just gonna be card shining. Hey! Excuse me. No, I am not available today. I will be cleaning my Apple card today with isopropyl alcohol. Mm. Call, I'll call right you back. I'll call you back later. Mm. <laughs> oh man. Well, we're cleaning cards, man. Mm. We're cleaning our cards now. So, 2019. Did, did Apple know about this? Y of course they knew about it. So why did they create, like, a titanium card then? Well, they could have made a titanium card, but it would have had to be black, like the other titanium cards. Yeah, or some sort of laminate on it, some sort of cover. I think it just had to be darker in color, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, I think if it was black, it'd be fine. But that's not Apple. That's not Apple, Will. Can't do it. Can't do it. It's got to be white. So anyway, they also announced, by the way, that they have a partnership with Uber, 3% cash back for Uber-related stuff. A couple, couple developments in that, in that space, but it's, it's making all types of headlines today. How to clean your Apple card and don't put your Apple card in your wallet. I just, it's just brilliant. It's just too cool. Mm. Well, you create the greatest card in the world, just don't put it in your wallet. Okay. You could, uh, punch, where, a, you could punch a hole in the, the where, card yeah. make a lanyard or something. That's what I was just about to say. Necklace. You wear, wear it around your neck. Yeah. You know what else you could you could slide it underneath your cap yeah. and just keep it like right around here. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you go, because it has tap, when you go, you go to tap, you understand? You just, you see? You just move your head. It's you just slam the head yeah. down on the machine. I mean, it's very Apple. So anyway, it's a bit of fun. Relax. Can we all relax here? We're just having a time. As Will likes to say, you're just having a time here. Keep your Apple card clean, ladies and gentlemen. Google uh, has done, they've done an Android redesign. It's also making news. I would say these are the two top headlines today that are showing up in my, in my feeds, in my speeds and feeds. Mm. Can't get away from them. Uh, Google, apparently, they have not really done an Android redesign since 2014. So I guess 
that's due. They're due. I don't know. Five years, whatever. They have streamlined the logo. The word Android has, has sort of slimmed out. And this seems to be a common trend in design. I think Apple did the same thing with the iPhone branding not too long ago. They're, the, they're, they're loving these slender, this yeah. slender type. It's, uh, it's seeming fresh. It's seeming modern. Uh, another thing they're loving is the curved, the curved corners. No square, no, no properly square edges. Mm. You see how they just, they pulled a the little tool there? Yeah. They just pulled the, the curve on. They make it seem like they came up with this design in five minutes when you watch the video. <laughs> they're just like, dee, 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 you know? Yeah. Hey? Other guys just. Wheel, you know. Just yeah, yeah. He just, he it, took, you know. he, he just got back from lunch. They're like, hey, can you redo Android real, real, real quick? He's like, yeah, give me 15. Yeah. Give me 15. Uh, I think it looks good. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't look that different, so it's hard really just to talk about it. I like mm -hmm. the Android text in black. It's got a simple kind of vibe to it. They're also getting rid of the full robot, which that's a bit sad. I mean, we grew up with that robot. Yeah, they have um, physical, you know, little trophies that you're supposed to collect. Yeah, I had, I had a few of those yeah. little uh, figurines. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the whole robot is gone. It's not just his head. He's been decapitated. <laughs> it's just his head. But because it's just his head, he can emote more now. Uh, this is uh, coming via Android Central. He There's like, they showcase four of his different expressions. His antenna can move around. His eyes can look in different places. Uh, so he can, he because they've given up on some of the characteristics associated with the full body Android, uh, his head, his little sliver of a head can do slightly more. They changed the color palette ever so slightly. So the green of the Android is a bit less lime and a bit more blue. A bit more, it's like trending a little more to the blue zone. Would you agree with that, Will? A little bit more, I don't know, pastel-y. Pa there's a pastel effect. It is a, bl a bit bluer. It's a bit. That's all I can think. They put a they put a tiny bit of blue in there. Uh, they're, they're they're showcasing their whole color palette. Apparently, you're still able to pick up like uh, as far as Creative Commons is concerned, you can go pick up the old Android logos and use them, and they don't care. But this is the guideline for the future, and it comes alongside Google abandoning the current naming structure of the various versions of Android. So previously, it's been uh, dessert names, pie being the most recent, but like there were all kinds, marshmallow and all the rest of it. And people used to like it. It was kind of fun. Nougat, Oreo, Kit Kat. Man, I remember Kit Kat. Ice cream sandwich. I remember the day I got ice cream sandwich on my on my Nexus. You see that? Were you also eating? Yeah, I probably. Sandwich. You know, I love. You know, yeah. we were going back to that story. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll 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 do an ice cream sandwich. I'll do, I'll do a Kit Kat. In real life, that's the ones. I'll do gingerbread. Oh, yeah. And they had Froyo, which I don't mind frozen. I'll deal with frozen yogurt. <laughs> I don't, I'll deal with it. Yeah. But I'll never call it Froyo. You see that, Will? Yeah, it's a bit of a weird name. And if I catch you, if I catch you using that word, <laughs> Kirk's not, not going to want to be around for that. <laughs> if I catch you using that word. Challenge accepted and if i catch kurt using that word you're not going to want to be around it yeah i don't know froyo what are we doing here 
Anyhow, they're getting away from it, and apparently they have good reason. You know what the reason is, Will? International status. Android is a big deal in the world. Did you know that? Uh, a little bit. I know so a little bit. A couple of users. Yeah. A couple of users out there, and they're in different countries. Mm. And food, as you know, guy like you, a very regional thing. Yeah. Very regional. Mm -hmm. What'd you have today? You had a couple of buns. Yeah. Okay, describe them to us. <laughs> They're uh, barbecue pork buns. You see? Yeah. Wait, you had two of the same? No, the other one's uh, pineapple and mochi. Yeah, so don't leave yeah. that one out. No, that one's, that, that one's the better one. Yeah, that one sounds exciting. Great. That one sounds really exciting. Fantastic. You see, so this is how food works. Regional. If all of a sudden Will tries to take his pineapple bun down to Peru, they're like, get out of my country. Yeah, I'll get slapped. Yeah! They're like, get out of my town. None of this uh, mochi. No. No. Try to, take your, try to take your pork bun to Moscow. See what they think about you. <laughs> you see? Yeah. So it's a regional thing. Anyway, the point being, I'm going to get to the point. The point being, they felt like it was kind of exclusive. It was more... Uh, associated with the Western market, North American perspective, like, oh, everyone knows what gingerbread is. You see, very San Francisco. Right. And in reality, if you think about it, it could be kind of uh, um, ex excluding certain groups that aren't in on the joke mm -hmm. or where something might mean something different elsewhere. Like apparently pie, that ain't a dessert in some places. Some people take their pies. Some people have their, a pie could be a meal. Right. In some place, you know. Have you ever had a pie that's a like a with the with meat inside? Shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie. Yeah, it's great. But that's not really a pie though, is it? Oh, we're 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 rough now. No, I'm talking about like a meat pie, like a tortier, with a pie crust. Yeah, meat pies. Oh yeah, I've tried that. I tried a uh, kangaroo. Give us a pie. give us a visual on a meat pie, because the people might not know. You understand? Look at that thing. Like, who's not going to eat that? You see? Mm. So anyway, apparently they want to simplify it. The next version of Android going to be Android 10. Just straight up simple 10. No more fancy names. Say goodbye, honey, comb. Say goodbye, fro-yo. Say goodbye, pie, ice cream, sandwich, gingerbread, eclair, donut, cupcake. Say goodbye. Some people are going to shed a tear. Some people love that stuff. Because it, mm. it meant, you know what it meant? Oh, Google's fun. Yeah, it's quirky. Oh, they're oh, oh, those guys from San Francisco. Don't worry about them. They're fun. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, they're just they're barbecuing. They're the type of guys at a barbecue because they're fun. <laughs> you know, what I mean, they go to the ocean sometimes. Yeah, you see that, Will? Anyway, I mean, they are. It's just, it's, it's fine. It's cool. I can live either way. I could have lived with these names. But we're moving towards 10. We're getting simplified. The next version, Android 10. It's a new era. Another thing, I saw somebody tweet, this makes you feel old to see how many versions of Android there's been. And for me to know, like, I've seen every single one of these versions on the channel. On a, on a real note, it's crazy how far it's come. Some of those early versions were pretty sluggish. Now, to me at least, for me, it's the, it's the, the, the most streamlined 
best mobile experience I can have, the latest version, and, and it hasn't always been that case, been that way. So, anyway, exciting times over at Android. They're, they're going to they're switch it around. They're going to keep having barbecues, though, and they're going to keep going to the ocean every so often, mm. to be clear. Uh, okay, this story, this next story, uh, crazy requested, unbelievably requested, and you probably have no idea but my Twitter, it's like every day I get maybe one of these. Really? Requesting me to talk about this. So here it is. We're going to do it. You know, we got, you know we got the fans in India. And you know I got to bring something for them every so often. And so this is in response to some requests from some Indian fans talking about geofiber. Now tell me, did you hear about this? No, because you're typing it wrong. So you definitely didn't hear about it. <laughs> what it's, am I doing It's here? J-I-O. J-I-O fiber. And it's actually a pretty cool uh, thing going on here. At first, I was like, why is everyone tweeting me about some telco in India? Like, what's so exciting about it? And then I'm like, okay, fine. Finally, I'm going to go look. I'm going to talk about it. This company, Geofiber, is going to give you a fiber connection at 100 megabit speed is the, is the starting point. They're going to go up to 1 gigabit per second speeds. So you're in India. They're going to give you 100 megabit speed for 700 rupees a month. That's under $10 USD. Mm. And they're going to give you a 4K TV if you sign up. That's random. <laughs> but how? imagine at $10 a month, Will, how long is it going to take you to pay for a 4K TV? When yeah. do they make their money back? Yeah. It's wild. So you're, you're, now granted, to get the TV, I believe you need to sign up for a year. So I guess you're on the hook then for 10 bucks a month times 12. Yeah. You're on the hook for 120 bucks. And I guess they just assume you're going to be a customer for a really long time. And they're definitely going out of pocket on the front end for this type of deal. But it's got me jealous. 10 bucks a month, 100, 100 megabit connection. Or for me, I would go for the one gigabit c connection in that case. Of course, the price goes up. I think there's a some speculation here that the top-end connection they're going to sell is 10,000 rupees per month. Now, you know those users are going to end up picking up the slack for the entry point. Mm -hmm. Let me go 10,000 rupees to USD. That there is going to be, oh, okay, so that's 138 bucks. So that's, that's a serious connection. Mm -hmm. But for a gigabit, I'll take that still. No problem. It's fine by me. And anyhow, so they're going to give away a 4K TV as well. This is big news. Plenty of Indian fans have reached out to me because of just how competitive this is and how different this is than what is being offered elsewhere in the world. Under the same welcome offer, it's not just that you get the 4K TV, but you're also going to get a 4K set-top box as well for free for oh, TV. Wow. So it's like you got the, they're going to give you, they're giving you everything and they're letting you in the door for under 10 bucks a month. So now I know why so many people were asking me to talk about it because it really is revolutionary. And to me, it's an indication, it's a similar kind of concept to the smartphone strategy in India. That slim, let's trim that margin down. Let's get people involved. Let's get people in the door. And we're gonna, we're gonna figure out the true monetization strategy at a later date. Mm -hmm. uh, 
companies like Xiaomi have been have have stated publicly that they're looking at very slim margins, possibly in the neighborhood of like five percent, and then that's and that that model has been the backbone for their growth to be crazy aggressive on trimming those margins, not necessarily profiting in the short term in order to bring this massive user base online and potentially keep them for a long time. And so this is in that same territory. And really the customers are benefiting from the competitive nature of that marketplace. And now they got a hundred megabit connection, which in India is no joke. I should say a hundred megabit. And I granted it's probably going to have, it's, you're going to have to be in the right region. And there's some other factors. Uh, another, I didn't even talk about this last one. There's another piece to it too, which is they're going to give you a free home phone as well with the deal. And they claim they're going to be launching the cheapest, lowest fixed line rates for international calls for U.S. and Canada, including unlimited international calling pack for RS500 per month to U.S. and Canada. Wow. So RS500 has got to be like six bucks unlimited calls to the U.S. and Canada from India. And, you know, there's a lot of people, they have relatives and so forth in North America. That's a big deal as well. So more power to you guys, man. Uh, you know, I don't know what kind of take you want me to have on it other than I'm happy for you. That's cool. I'm glad that this accessibility is coming to these new marketplaces. I'm happy to see this connectivity come in there because I know for myself, I look at this access to these types of connections access to this level of bandwidth for, for me it was a critical it's a probably a critical part of me getting involved in the in the work and the business in the youtube sphere and so forth uh, it's a critical component in all of this happening if i couldn't get access to a nice connection all of a sudden i'm not uploading as much or maybe not even approaching it in the first place. If I'm paying, imagine I'm paying, Will, our mobile data prices to try to upload videos in the early days where I'm not getting a penny. Mm -hmm. It's tough. Yeah. So now you roll out this type of connectivity to a wide audience, and it's, it's accessible from an economic perspective, and now the people can go do what they want to do. Uh, and it doesn't have to just be uploading videos to YouTube. Obviously, this access, it, it's like a key into the, into the globe. You unlock... Uh, uh, access to all these various avenues mm -hmm. that could be meaningful for you. Maybe it's just a better connection for you to log on to do research projects or to uh, online university or I don't know what people are doing, but like that's what this kind of stuff represents. So it is big. Yeah, access. It, access is big. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, I don't know how competitive this is in the domestic market compared to what else is out there, but based on the amount of activity I had on my social media about referencing this, I have to believe this is a new, this is a new level. I have to believe that this is as aggressive as it gets. And now there's gonna have to be a response from whoever the competitors happen, happen to be. But for now, 100 megabit connection, free 4K TV and 4K set-top box, crazy cheap international calling. It's coming in, it's, it's around 10 bucks a month, USD. That's insane. Like compared to Canada prices, like I have a what twenty five megabit connection. I pay fifty bucks. Yeah, it's expensive here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good. We should tell people. Yeah. Of course. Canada is one of the most like, expensive. So you're gig. saying that that's good? Yeah, it's better than me. Yeah, but delivering a gig in India is insane. Yeah. 
you got to lay fiber lines. There's nothing there. You don't have anything yet. So on the top end of the spectrum, I think that's how they're going to pay for it. Those that are looking for, for hefty connections will subsidize the cost for the lower connections. But the, the, the real disruptive piece of this is the 700 rupees. Right. That's the disruptive piece. Affordability. Is the, te the 10 really bucks important. is going to be big for that, for that region. But anyway, Will's right. You're right, too. Everybody's right. When it comes to the high-end products, it's, it's okay here. Around the $100 price point, you can get some pretty fast connections. But the, like, generic connection... And, and by the way, Kirk, you would have to add the 4K TV, set-top box, TV, and the landline to that. Yeah. It's a lot of pieces. But anyhow, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see this stuff developing for the Indian market. What's up, India? Shout out, India. Shout out, Geofiber. I don't even know if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, PlayStation 5. There's a, a new design leak. And, 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 I mean, I don't know. This article I'm reading on BGR says it's real. But real in what sense? Like, the leak that I'm looking at, it looks, you know, it looks like really early stage drawings. Now, it is, it is interesting because it looks nothing like the current, like the current, I mean, it looks like a V10 engine. It looks like a spaceship. It looks so, like, I just don't, I can't imagine it looking like this. So, again, it's, it's part of a patent filing which gathered some steam because an individual, uh, Matthew Stott on uh, uh, underscore 72 on Twitter, said it's, he tweeted out, it's a dev kit, we have some in the office, and then linked to, to the patent, which is obviously the drawing that Will's showing here, which is this crazy design in a V shape, looks nothing like the current version of, play, of a PlayStation, so by him stating it's a dev kit, we have it in the office. It then it gave it gave uh, extra evidence to, to individuals that were, were hoping or guessing that this might be the next place. Because they're like, okay, there's there's a physical version of the patent filing in existence, but that still doesn't mean that this has to be the commercial version. It could still change leading up to the eventual PlayStation Five, and they may just ship out dev kits that happen to look like this. But I guess maybe you wouldn't typically patent a dev kit. I'm not really sure. Nonetheless, the thing looks wild. Uh, I Can you imagine it actually looking like that, Will? I could. What? They they got to try something radically different, you know? I mean, okay, so you feel I mean, like... The past PlayStations have been boxes. Okay, so I, look, I feel like if they're going to really pitch this thing the way that it looks here in the dev kit, and I apologize for people that are just listening to the audio. You can't see it. Picture a V-shape with a huge groove in the middle. If they can make a case for why it's designed like this, if they can say, look, it's the most powerful PlayStation ever. It's got Something to do with cooling, advanced cooling, yeah. and that's why the chamber exists in the middle. And if they can make a real case for it, then maybe. But for most people, this thing is way too aggressive to put under your TV. <laughs> well, this is the, the V, the 5, PlayStation you know will that <laughs> thing that under under the in the average person's like minimal i mean it just doesn't even it looks well i mean it could be small i don't care look how look at the size of the usb ports on it it ain't small well it ain't small will i don't mind it it actually hey, looks hey, really different hey for the record i'm not saying i mind it i'm just saying if you look at the progression 
of the PlayStation to this point. It's gotten yeah. simpler and simpler. It's that's true. The latest version is just a black rectangle with like you know an angle on the front. <laughs> yeah. It's so minimal because again, people are gonna stick it in their living room in a prominent location for the most part. It's gonna be out. You're gonna see it. And this thing is a is a real commitment from a style perspective. It's gonna have to be suitable for everyone. Mm -hmm. So. I think people are being uh, a little too optimistic in assuming that this patent filing is going to be the actual thing. Maybe it will be inspired by this, but it's. I just feel like it's got to be a simplified version of this right. to be appealing to the wide spectrum of users that a device like a PlayStation has to appeal to. Yeah, I hear you. Cool nonetheless. It is. Very, definitely. what'd you say, Kirk? Steampunky uh, kind of uh, cyberpunk Gundam-inspired yeah. tra transformer sort of thing yeah it's very eye-catching you can definitely do a double take on it no no doubt about it it's you're not going to confuse it for something else if it ends up looking like that but maybe i would say it's probable that it doesn't look like that's my guess that this is simply what the dev kit might look like for the time being even still that's pretty wild if they're actually sending that thing out as a dev kit mm. next one for me uh tesla related we talked in the past about how uh, Tesla happens to be one of the least stolen vehicles out there in the world. Uh, this video surfaced of a Tesla being stolen as a follow-up to that. They are, they can still be stolen. And there's a pretty, there's a kind of cool way in which thieves are able to figure out how to do this. And particularly in Europe, they're having more success for whatever reason. They are using a type of key fob hack. And you can go ahead and roll the video here. There's a video that showcases it. It was captured on a ring doorbell. So this dude comes up here. He's walking with this like pack on his front and he is obviously emulating the activity of a key fob, the signal associated with it. His buddy on the opposite end over there on the far side of the video jumps in the car as he holds this wire up, uh, presumably mimicking, emulating the the uh, the presence of a key fob inside the vehicle because and it must be doing that because as you can tell obviously the guy drives away and the only way you can do that is if a key fob is physically inside the vehicle if you've ever driven a vehicle with a key fob it has to be right there so the vehicle thinks the key fob is in there because of the signal being transmitted from let's call it the emulator the thing that the guy's holding up which looks like a giant contraption so it's got to be some type of boosted signal coming out of that thing. Mm. Whatever. It's a very, like, futuristic car theft. Doesn't it just look... Now, I should... To, to be clear, they uncovered in the Electrek article about the video that this is uh, a type of theft that any car with a key fob is susceptible to, apparently. Oh. But what's different here, or what's surprising here, is that they're targeting Tesla specifically... Because those Teslas, generally speaking, have some sort of connection and tracking associated with the original buyer. Mm. So the real kind of kind of strange part about this is that these aren't getting recovered in Europe. So even though in the U.S., 112 out of 150 Teslas that were stolen were recovered, in the in in the EU. The vast majority where this type of attack was used, the relay attack, were not recovered, are not recovered. So something is happening after the fact where they're able, they must be able to send these to a different market, reprogram, do something where the traditional means for recovering the vehicles is not, not 
working in those in those places. So it's kind of confusing. It's still, to, you know, you don't have to start wor worrying about your Tesla. It's very unusual still that these things are stolen. But this video gives you some insight. If a person has the capabilities like they do, it looks like a really easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. And so anyhow, but like I said, apparently any car is susceptible to this. That Tesla in the video is worth 90,000 pounds. So that's a very nicely specced out Model S, I guess, the one that they took. Uh, in Europe, they have more sophisticated thieves that managed a string of Tesla thefts through relay attacks, and most of those vehicles have not been recovered. Tesla has started to roll out extra layers of security with improved cryptography, and including an optional pin-to-drive feature. So if you are a paranoid Tesla owner and you want to take your security to another level you can activate it's not by default but you can activate a pin to drive feature which even after the key fob happens you have to put the pin in to actually right. drive the car so that's kind of a cool feature it's like two-stage yeah. authentication yeah, yeah. and then these guys would be doomed they'd get in the car but they couldn't drive it yeah good on tesla to keep updating like all the exploits and the hacks because you know I mean, you have these hackers trying to exploit this, and then it's just going to make a better product, I guess, in the end. <laughs> right? So you're just saying the, thief, the thieves led to a better Tesla. Of course. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I guess you're right. So anyway, go ahead. Enable that if you want to. But also know that your Tesla is still probably harder to steal than other vehicles because it's the after-the-fact thing of them eliminating your identity from it that's more going to be more difficult than your average your typical gas vehicle but not impossible these these thieves they've taken on the challenge they're coming after elon's product uh youtube discontinues private messages to focus on keeping things public thank god finally what can i say i don't know i guess there's some people out there that use the youtube messaging system it used to be a thing that had some functionality once upon a time for me before the channels sort of took off. But after that, it just became a headache, honestly. Uh, I never looked into it. P did people think they were getting replies or responses? The notification mechanism associated with it. It's just, it was very messy. Is it the place you want to have another messenger? For the longest time, every single social media out there was like, and we have to have a messenger. And it's like, it just never made a lot of sense for me on YouTube, specifically outside of when I very first started, like early days. Mm where it felt like it needed to be there. Uh, but it also was kind of a place for where weird stuff would happen, Will. For, for, for example, in a YouTube kids and thing like, you know, as a way to circumvent. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just it, private conversations on YouTube seem a bit shady. And so YouTube appears to agree with that, although they didn't say that. They just say, hey, we're going to focus on public conversations. Mm -hmm. But at least with public conversations, there's some degree of monitoring in the, in the sense that it's like out there for everyone to see. It's not hidden in any way. Who knows what kind of stuff YouTube was seeing on the back end of those. I don't know. I don't know if they looked into I don't know how they decided to do this. Maybe people just weren't using it. I'm sure if there was a spokesperson here, that's what they would say. But I think it does a good job of kind of cleaning things up. In other words, eliminating the liability associated with people interacting with each other privately that's different from people interacting with each other publicly. 
You see where I'm going with this, Will? You see what I'm trying to insinuate here? Mm -hmm. So they alleviate that immediately. And they also, they do what I think Google does well. YouTube does gets to do that here, which is kill things that aren't functioning really that well or don't seem to be important or seem to be antiquated. They're just like, we're done with it. We're not going to just hold on to it since we had it before. We're not going to try to be everything. Like they shut down Google Plus. Like it's a disaster. Okay, bye. They just admit when things are failures pretty well. And they've done that with messaging apps specifically in the past. And now they're doing it with YouTube messaging. So beautiful. Streamline it. Clean it up. Public conversation. YouTube is a public a public thing. Now, of course, you can still you still can private have private videos, right? So that's a method. You could have unlisted videos, in which case comments then are kind of sort of semi-private. Well, they're only for people who have the link. So there's that way of doing it. And then there's also the share feature and share function that's built in there where you can 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 share privately to someone. You can pick someone specifically to share a video link with. So there's some sort of barely private features, sort of private features, but the ultimate private feature, private messaging, is being eliminated from Google. And I'm not going to shed a single tear about it. Mm. How Good. about you? You know what? I never used, like, uh, private messaging on YouTube. I wasn't big enough. Like, my channel was quite small. Right. So I didn't get any, like, DMs and stuff. And, right. like... Yeah, I, I, I support Google. If they want to shut down something that's not useful, just do it. Right. Yeah. Get rid of it. Yeah, no, now listen, I should, just 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 to cover the other end of the spectrum, there's probably some people out there that are using it effectively. And there's probably some people going to be mad because maybe some there's some people who do socialize like that. Like maybe one channel wants to collab with another channel right. and they don't follow each other on Twitter and they don't want to go to some other platform and maybe they're smaller channels so they're not, they don't have this enormous inbox yeah and for them maybe it worked perfectly well to go send a private message say hey let's do a collab or work on something or whatever or even just share enthusiasm around a particular topic there's definitely someone who uses it who's going to be mad about it but i'm like thank goodness i don't need to worry about people expecting some kind of reply or just flooding the thing with thousands or mm -hmm. any of the weirdness associated with that so i can't say i mind uh this one this is a weird one. I don't know if you heard about this, Will. There's this phone case that's been emerging on social media. And it's a, it's a clear phone case, which on the back of it has the message, social media seriously harms your mental health. Mm. And it looks like a sort of like a uh, tobacco warning that you would see. It's, it's meant to look that way, like a public health notice type of thing. And it's blowing up with social media influencers. Mm -hmm. Where they, they snap a photo of themselves looking absolutely perfect, obviously, in most cases. <laughs> Although you can't even see that person. <laughs> but I mean, by mean, you can tell she's thin and perfect yeah. and everything else. Same with these, uh, these girls on the next post. So they po they're posting their, 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 their perfect cute looks in the mirror with the sticker that says social media harms your mental health. It's very difficult for me to figure out what to make of this, Will. What, uh, what statement are they trying to make? I, they're, saying, they're, I don't, they're saying that social media is dangerous and unreal and too perfect. And then they're being too perfect. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I are don't they, know. They're they, like, 
maybe think- maybe it's like a disclaimer. Well, maybe that's what it is. It's like when you drink a bottle of liquor or something. It's like, hey, you you might get drunk. Like a disclaimer Ma- on a cigarette pack or something. Yeah, yeah, like, but maybe they're like. Look at what she has. She has another sticker on hers that says likes, loneliness reliever, depression reduce. Wow, she took it to another level. Delilah Bell took it to another level with a billion followers. Loneliness and depression reducer. Likes. Oh, I mean, that's heavy. So are they trolling? No, I don't think they're trolling, man. So why are they taking I, I feel like perfect photos of themselves? Well, they can't not take perfect photos of themselves. The business of this, that platform, Instagram specifically, the, the, the product of that platform is perfection and beauty and, and presentation and superficiality. Like that's, it's images. It's a social media network of images, pictures. What are you, what is Instagram selling as a whole? I mean, it's really selling li- like better lives than yours. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't say that. They wouldn't say that. No. But those that have are the most successful there are typically having better lives than yours. Out for the most part, and that's what they tend to share. You know, at first when I first saw this, I was like a bit. I was a bit like, "How dare they, hypocrites!" But now, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, maybe it's better than nothing. Maybe it's exactly like cigarettes. All right, you smoke if you want to, but like out of responsibility, I'm just going to tell you this might be bad for you. Like, is it so bad if they realize what they're doing is bad? Oh, man, I don't know. I'm conflicted. I don't know. It's better than nothing. They're saying to themselves, look, I know I'm perfect. I know I look better than you. I know my life's better than yours, but just realize... Like, please don't realize what you're looking at might be bad for you. But then I don't know if they're saying what they're what they look at is bad for them. I mean, they're taking the photo. They're looking at the social media too. So yeah. then they're, you know what it would be like? It would be like the cigarette pack warning. <laughs> but then the guy selling you the cigarettes is also smoking. <laughs> Like in the store, yeah. As he's selling you the cigarettes with the warning, it's like less. It's not as good as the warning, because then the other thing that happened with cigarettes recently is they put they covered them from public view in the stores. Remember when they did that mm-hmm. around here? Is that they did the advertising went down in the store, so you have to like ask, and then they flip open the the lid. So this is, it's a step in that direction, but it's not as good because, in a weird way. They're actively involved in the process of the thing that they're warning you about while they're doing it. So that's kind of weird. That's kind of like a dude going off a dirt bike jump and being like, kids, don't try this at home. Like he's kind of saying this is the coolest thing ever, but don't do it. And that's a a tough space to be in because it's always this thing, uh, do as I say, don't do as I do type of thing where I think kids teens, et cetera, they're intelligent enough to know that what you do is the thing they should mimic, not what you say. Mm-hmm. That like uh, actions speak louder than words. And these are just words on yeah, here. It's literally just a badge on your case. But I agree with you that uh, it is something. It's better than nothing. 
though I feel like this may be a future trend where people don't even read the sign. It's just like, oh. That's I'm going to go dark on you. I'm going to go dark on you. Yeah. Maybe this is just marketing. I feel like it is. I feel like on. this is going to be a trend. Hang on. Let me tell you why it is marketing. Like in a bad way. This is marketing for them and their brands that they are more authentic than the next influencer. That they're more real than the next influ influencer. And therefore, they should be listened to more because they're so real. This is the equivalent of like, this equivalent of like, I woke up like this. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yo, I get it. I get it. This is genuine. Yeah. 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 I, I'm ahead of the It's curve. like a savior. It's like a savior mindset. Yeah. You know, I'm the I'm the real one. Cause I cause I don't mind telling you how it is. Yeah. So it's a marketing plan, Will. It's some next level though, isn't it? It's some next level. Imagine a sticker on the back that was like, don't like this post. Or it was like, don't look at this post. Yeah. And then everybody's looking at it. Ooh, it's a weird zone, isn't it? It's a weird tingle you got from and all that. people want to buy the stickers. Yeah, now people got the stickers themselves. Yeah. And everybody's standing around saying, ain't this terrible for us? While they're sliding through, uh, swiping. I want to buy one. Scrolling. Right now. Yeah. I'll put one right on my forehead right here. Chat on this show. <laughs> Damn. That's inside baseball right. right there. That's social media inside baseball. Heavy duty Dark side stuff. Jedi tricks. Keep an eye on it. Ladies and gentlemen, headlights squarely in front. You ever have a chicken sandwich, Will? Yes, I love chicken sandwich. You had a chicken sandwich before? Delicious. No, you had like a fried chicken sandwich? <laughs> yes. Aren't they all fried? No, I'm no, saying some like... Some are grilled, but... No, I'm yeah. saying like you got the big fried chicken. And you got a pickle too. And you, you got the soft bun. Yeah. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying here? Yes. With a pickle. <laughs> you gotta have a pickle. I now, guess. do you recall the best fast food chicken sandwich you had? Mm. I would say Popeye's. Oh, you had the Popeye's chicken sandwich? Yeah. The spicy one? Oh, yeah. It's great. Oh! Well, you're way ahead of my story then. It's number one, eh? You're way ahead of my story <laughs> then. Uh, a lot of people don't know Chick-fil-A has been crushing. Oh, yeah. Like, fastest growing, fast food chain, number one rated, Chick-fil-A, bananas. And it's coming to Canada soon, too. Yeah. On Bloor and Young. Yeah, it's, it, 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 like, it's open or it's not open yet? It's not open yet. It's not open yet. No. Anyway, it's coming in. They're doing so well. And they're expanding. And a lot of it has to do with chicken. Well, could you imagine that? No. Chick-fil-A's success has to do with chicken. Can you imagine? Anyway, so a lot of other chains are like, man, we got to focus on our chicken. We're getting killed here. Chick-fil-A is just a crush factory right now, and we're getting killed here. And so there's a few that have uh, gone back and forth on social media. We got the chicken sandwich. No, we do. We're the, this is the one you want. Chick-fil-A says we're the original. Uh, uh, Wendy's gets moving on theirs. Popeye's says we got the best one ever. McDonald's is entering the game. Mm. They've had chicken sandwiches, but they say they're going to do it from the, from the top down. They're going to start over, top down, down up, bottom up. 
McDonald's is plotting its entry into the spicy chicken sandwich wars, which you didn't even know there was wars about that. They have a chi uh, spicy chicken. Yeah, but it ain't on that level. Yeah, I guess so. They're not that great. Why is KFC not talking? Oh, they are talked about over there. Okay. Because KFC, what was it called? The chicken sandwich. I haven't had it in so long, but the Big Crunch. Remember that? Mm. The Big Crunch. Why don't people talk about that? I don't know. Well, anyway, they're, they're ranking, they're rating. We have leaked news that McDonald's is prepping a brand new play in the, in the spicy barbecue sandwich, chicken sandwich space. Some images leaked, in fact, of their chicken sandwich. Look like it's got like barbecue sauce on it. Look, look, look pretty good, man. Gotta be honest. But the problem is now they're a bit late to the game and they gotta try to dethrone what people are calling just an unbelievable sandwich at Popeyes. Yourself included. Mm. Although I haven't tried Chick-fil-A. You never had so I've had Chick-fil-A. Do you like it? I loved it. Is it better than uh, But I never had Popeyes. Oh, okay. I never had the Popeye's chicken sandwich yet, but I might pick it up on the way home. I don't know. I got to figure out what's going on. What here. about uh, Mary Brown's? Yeah, Mary Brown's. Of course, I That's had. Great. There was one near my house when I grew up. I had that chicken sandwich all the time. Oh yeah. Wendy's got a spicy chicken sandwich as well, mm -hmm. but I don't feel like theirs was that 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 special. Anyway, the new menu items are going to be variations on McDonald's buttermilk crispy chicken, adding a southwestern sauce to the sandwich and to the chicken tenders. You understand? <laughs> okay. Popeyes, see, Will, I don't think you had the new chicken sandwich at Popeyes, cause it, it just came out last week. Oh, it did. Yeah. Okay, then obviously not. Then I this, haven't eaten in a month. Okay, the sandwich is an immediate hit, and wow. it it has inspired intense debate on what is the best I'm chicken for sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Go out and grab one. We'll see what happens. But anyway, chicken is the future of fast food, apparently. It's not burgers. Well, maybe it can be both. Mm. But if the success with Chick-fil-A is anything, tells us anything, it's that these brands need to be investing into chicken. Obviously, it's a hot menu item. And they are doing it. And we'll see where it all maps out. I got to try some chicken sandwiches because I just can't be out here talking about this stuff without the intel. Yeah. So I'm going to try the Popeye's. I'll see what's happening. I'll refresh on the KFC. The McDonald's is going to take a bit. The Chick-fil-A hasn't opened yet. Yeah. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. I'll let you know. Give us an update. This is a cliffhanger. Chicken sandwich cliffhanger. Write the comments below. What, what oh, yeah. Yeah. Prefer? I want to hear from you guys. Which chicken sandwich do I need to eat? Which one do you put at the top? Find out for myself regardless. What a way to end the show. I'm in a rush. I, I, you, 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 you had some good stuff. Uh, another double cliffhanger next episode. Will he do stuff and some results from the chicken sandwich wars 2019.